Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. Entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fam. Much love to the Who That Nation. We up in this thing. Shout out to the great Saint Thank Tank. We up in this thing. Shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all joining me for this episode of Tacoma. And this one, uh, a bit of news for the Who That Nation, man. And this one, as uh, we looking at the fact that the Saints have agreed to a deal uh, earlier today uh, for Carr. I did like a little report. Uh, via my uh, pro radio platform, and I'm just checking in with the family members. Sorry, I'm getting to you guys kind of late. I was uh, I had a new system that I'm installing. And I had some uh, issues with the new system, man, and uh, that's why I'm kind of getting to you guys late. A lot of computer problems. So I had to revert back to my old setup just to do the stream for tonight, and it kind of uh, took away a lot of my time. So I'm not going to be able to open up the phone lines for this episode of the show, but uh, just bear with me for tomorrow. I promise you I'll return uh, TSC Q&A live later on. We'll open up and do a, a reaction stream where we give you guys a lot more time so than what we originally had. So tomorrow, uh, TSC Q&A live will be a show, not just for our guys, we'll open it up for all the latest family members because that's something we do every Tuesday for reaction to the news of Derek Carr and what happened with him uh, this is Saints agreeing to a deal with Carr. So we'll cover that in the stream. And I've been getting messages from a lot of the Who That family members uh, all damn uh, show long about what, you know, their thought process is on the, you know, the Saints getting them. And 
not much of a surprise, to be honest with you, because we knew the Saints were targeting this guy. We knew eventually that they were they had him because that's, that's something we do, we do every in their sites for reaction to the news of Derek Carr. So my thing and is, what, what happened I was with looking him at it, found uh, Saints agreed to, to a figure deal. Out with cars, so we'll <laughs> cover that in the stream. And I keep you know, you ordering that car, Jerry. Family, bro, listen, uh, I'm, not damn, telling, I'm not doing a damn thing. Long long I'm gonna be honest with you, thought process. Any memorabilia, Saints getting the jerseys, hats, all that, bro. I'm the economic boy, kind of the Saints were targeting this guy, and I'm gonna stay that way until we said something. So, my thing is, what happens with him as it found in Saints agreeing to a a very tall. So So, all right. So y'all put one in the chat. If y'all can hear me right there. Like I said, man, I'm, I got a new system I'm trying to do. So, all right. Crazy echo. Okay. Follow Foucault. Okay. Put one in the chat. If y'all can hear me. All right. Good. All right. So anyway, with that being said, we're going to keep it going on this episode of the coma, man. Listen, fam, all I can tell you, fam, is that we are in this thing. We doing it. Uh, the saints, uh, get Derek Carr. And the question was the money situation to fit. Thank y'all family. Appreciate y'all for being here. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button for me. If you're not a subscriber and uh shout out to 21 flames TV for uh, hitting that subscribe button. Much love. Appreciate you uh, for doing that in the, in the building, uh, pay, uh, picked PCKD shout out to you. Taylor M shout out to you and uh tip 54 shout out to you for hitting that subscribe button family as well. Much love to the fam. All right. Aaron wants me to start over. Okay. This is the thing, fam, when we start over, and I'm going to start over. I, I really didn't get that far into my spiel, but I was telling the family members that uh, the Derek Carr situation was something that we knew was going to eventually happen. It's a mixed bag. Mostly a lot of people like it's a mm, whatever move, you know, because Derek Carr by himself doesn't move the needle for the Saints. Now, is it an uh, upgrade over Andy Dalton? Of course it is. Of course it's an upgrade over Andy Dalton because Andy Dalton's not anybody's starting quarterback, so – any guy you bring in here uh, that's around the car peer group or up would be guys that you would look to in that regard. But Derek Carr is a very decent quarterback. You know, he's a multiple pro bowler. Yes. A ton of yardage. Uh, his record stinks as a starter. 63 and 79 is awful, but you know, it's a lot of positive stuff. Thank you. Tremor says Q you late because you're making a bet on DraftKings. All right. Thank you. Volleyball. <laughs> No, 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 and no, no, no. I right, so the car thing not really a surprise, fam. We're gonna go over this uh, contract and and see how 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 much does it push the Saints? Uh, it does give the Saints currently the I guess the best quarterback in the NFC South because really that's a moot point because they're not completed. It's not done. It's not a done deal. People, the draft didn't happen. Free agency didn't happen. 
So it's not a completed thing at the moment. And talent wasn't all the issue last year with the Saints. A lot of what hurt the Saints was decision-making from on top of the team. And my question to uh, to Dennis Allen directly is, what are you learning from the failures of the past? That's a fair question because I'm really, I lambaste the hell out of him on the show. But in the end, what I'm saying is, what did you learn? If anything, what the hell did you learn from the failures of the past? And Dennis Allen is the type of dude that is hardhead, he's stubborn, and that's going to get his ass fired. So just keep doing what you're doing. Because he needs to change, not just us changing personnel and getting quarterbacks in here, but he needs to change. His approach stinks to the game. His, his, his uh, philosophies and his non-motivational techniques, his weak, unconfident spews on the, uh, on the press conferences, it stinks. He's non-accountable. Does that change? So in the end, the, the decision-making from last year was a big part of why the Saints didn't make the playoffs. You just needed a handful of games to get there. You would have made it. This guy killed the team with dumb decision-making, starting with the quarterback. So in the end, he gets Derek Carr. Mickey Loomis does whatever he does. He bends over backwards and gets this expensive quarterback on a four-year deal. Is it a smart decision? Well, that's yet to be told because it's just at the start of the process. So only time will tell. Only time will tell on what we need to do in terms of uh, this this guy, Derek Carr. So I'm, like I said, he's a very positive well, I, I, put, I say he's a decent quarterback option for the Saints. I love the fact that he's a guy that pushes the ball down the field. That makes for exciting football for the Houdat Nation. We have weapons like Chris Olave, Rashid Shahid, and others that can get involved, that can help Taysom Hill, that can get downfield. It creates space for guys to operate underneath. So schematically speaking, I can see what they're doing. And getting a quarterback like Derek Carr to force the ball downfield, but he's also a gunslinger, and, and his numbers aren't that bad. So he could he can give you some positive things as well. But it's everything else around Carr. He's not the answer, and they're acting like he's the answer. He's not totally the answer. It starts with Dennis Allen. He has to change his philosophies and how he deals with this if he wants change to happen in a successful manner because he's not operating in a consistent vein to be able to go out and take this football team to the playoffs, you see? So in the end, we'll see what's going on. Let's go into some of this stuff. Not really nothing that we are surprised by, uh, but the Raiders in the, the ex-Raider QB, Derek Carr agrees to a deal with the black and gold. As we know, uh, quarterback Carr has agreed to a four-year contract with the Saints team. The announced financial terms uh, were, as you know, $150 million with up to $100 million in guarantees. And that's also said by ESPN as well as NFL.com uh, is saying that a hundred million dollars in guarantees. Now, Carr will receive 60 million fully guaranteed at the signing. So at the portion of the contract with Derek Carr goes to the press conference or goes to the Saints building and puts his hand, his signature on the document. He gets 60 million dollars and then another 10 million dollars. In, th- uh, in the third year of the deal, according to what they're saying, he earned the 60 million in the first two years, fully guaranteed 60 million and another 10 once the year three rolls around here. So that's really interesting right there. Now, a lot of big money given to, to Carr up front to do this kind of stuff. But this is a look at some of Carr's contracts up close and personal. Let's get the big screen here. As you can see to the right here. Breakdown of Derek Carr's deal with the Saints, according to the source who has viewed the contract. 
$28.5 million signing bonus. $28.5 million signing bonus. $1.5 million fully guaranteed salary in 2023. So Saints family says, how does that look? Saints always do this same stuff over and over again, right? So the 28.5 in the signing bonus, the 30 million fully guaranteed in the salary for the following year, but 1.5 million fully guaranteed in salary for 2023. So the Saints bring the annual all the way down so they can be able to compete uh, from a financial standpoint and just kick the remaining monies from his thick ass contract into the second, third and fourth year. You'll see it escalate and each year. They'll what the Saints will do is they'll peel back and restructure the deal in the, in the form of a signing bonus, kick it back to him and bring the cap down. And they're going to just bump all of that money into the third or fourth year down there. They're not working anything to the middle. But Mickey Loomis got up there and told you, hold on now. We got to let me tell you something. We're going to work it. We're trying to work the cap back to the middle. How about kicking it further down the road to the end of the road becomes the middle? This is not a middling type of situation. This is a very hefty contract for the Saints to be involved in themselves with. But at the end of the day, Dennis Allen sees this as a, a, a something that we need to do. So it's very expensive. $40 million in salary for 2025. So you got $30 million fully guaranteed in 24, $40 million fully guaranteed in 25, of which $10 million becomes fully guaranteed in March of 2024 and the remainder of 2025. Fifth. Million five oh, so you got an escalating contract for the Saints and Derek and Derek Carr as he gets older, the contract gets even chunkier. So, 40 million dollars in from 2025. Thank you, KT. Said, Tell Mickey, stand side. <laughs> Mickey, you know what? Hold on now, KT. Listen, now you can't blame this on me. Bring this on now. That's Kai. Kai did that. You blame Kai for that. Yeah, he'll blame Kai. So anyway, $40 million in 2025, right? All right, becomes fully guaranteed in March of 2024 and the remainder of it in 25. And then $50 million of his salary in 2026, which is not guaranteed. So do the Saints get up under car at that point? And remember, there's also a no trade clause that's also in this contract. So, for whatever reason you don't like him, uh, you're going to be stuck with him unless he decides to go to a team if y'all decide to break win and go. Now, it is possible because guess what? Situation happened with Jameis Winston when it went south real quick. Could a situation would happen with Carr when the situation goes south? Well, he has control over the situation. So the Saints sent to the offseason more than $50 million uh, expected in the 23 uh, salary cap is $224.8 million, but now need about $18 million to become compliant after contract restructures for seven players. The next question after Carr is what they'll do with wide receiver Michael Thomas, who restructured his contract early in the offseason to give both sides more flexibility ahead of free agency. He remains under contract at this time. He retweeted. Uh, two articles about Carr anticipated signing Monday posting. Thank you, Jesus, to his timeline at the same time. So and hopefully we'll see how they work out the money, but it would be cool to see Michael Thomas. I don't know how they'll do it, but the Saints have a way around this type of stuff. I don't know how they'll do it, 
No matter the occasion, whether it's a date or a family holiday outing, daytime ice skating at Cameron Run Regional Park is sure to delight. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria, skate on the outdoor rink and stay warm with hot chocolate or make s'mores over a fire pit. This unique winter experience is only available for a limited time. Open daily December 18th through 30th and weekends in January and February. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. But we'll see card decline his wave his uh, his uh, wave you know decline a wave a no he declined to waive the no trade clause he got it right in, written funding there and the contract was released by the Raiders on uh, February the fourteenth just before the deadline the release allowed him to sign with any team that he wanted last season he finished with thirty five hundred and twenty two passing yards third lowest mark of his nine year career he had twenty four touchdowns against fourteen interceptions tied for the most in a single season of a sixty one percent completion percentage which is a, color, a career low eighty six point three on the passer rating which was also a career Role. Thank you, uh, Jerome. He says, Mickey uh, <laughs> Panic McCarr agent put out the Jets over the weekend. Yeah, well, you know, and, and this is the thing Dennis Allen wants him, and Mickey Loomis is doing what Dennis Allen said, bro. Carr's history with the Saints coach Dennis Allen dates back to 2014 when Allen was the third, was in his third season as the coach of the then Oakland Raiders. Allen was involved with selecting Carr in the second round of the 2014 draft and made the decision to start him right away as a rookie. Allen was fired by the Raiders just four games into that season, but Carr remained with the team for nine seasons, going 63 and 79 while completing almost 65% of his passes and throwing for over 35,000 yards, 217 touchdowns against 99 interceptions. So this is the statement made. I had the opportunity to work with Derek at the start of his professional football career. This is Dennis Allen. Hopefully they'll have a press conference. And talk about it. And Tuesday in a statement, in addition to his talent, I admired his approach to the game and work ethic, commitment to get better every day, and what were the formative stages of his career from afar. When we played him as an opponent, I saw Derek's development into one of the most productive quarterbacks in the National Football League. Derek is an outstanding addition to New Orleans Saints, and I can't wait to get working with him and the rest of our team this offseason. Carr made the Pro Bowl four times, helped the Raiders make the playoffs in 2016 and 21. He stepped away from the team. In the final two games, actually, he was benched by the coach for the final two seasons in which they declined, uh, declined, decided was a mutual decision. No, I think pretty much what happened was uh, the coach says, I'm benching you. And Derek Carr said, what? And what could the hell could you do about it? But except the benching. So and he obviously wasn't happy about it because he bucked him on the trade and left with not giving him anything. The Saints made uh, made sense at the uh, Saints made sense as a landing spot for Carr after they went to the offseason with an unfuture, uh, uncertain future at the quarterback position. Andy Dalton, who started 14 games with the Saints, will be a free agent. Look for him coming back on a cheap deal. Saints have Jameis Winston under contract for one year, but Carr's signing could facilitate his release, no doubt about it. Winston is due almost $13 million in base salary in 23 and started 10 games on the past two seasons. And had, you know, after winning the starting job from Taysom in 21, releasing Winston would save the Saints 4.4 against the salary cap, but the Saints could take on 
Dead 11.2 and Dead Money. Now, by designating him a his release as a post-June 1st transaction, the Saints would then get $13 million, which is exactly what they're going to do. Now, we know about the injury history there with Jameis and why they went to him, but the addition of Carr, as they say, should improve an offense that dropped into the bottom half. Yes, it should. And, and not to mention as well, Drew Brees had an, a hand in also facilitating and helping Derek Carr come to the Saints. Drew was recruiting Carr to, to come on down to the black and go. Now, like I said, a lot of people not really tripping. You know, a lot of people don't like Derek Carr, and I understand that, and a lot of people do like Carr. But the, the question now that he's a member of the New Orleans Saints is, does he improve the Saints offense? That's the question. Does he get the ball down the field against the Atlanta Falcons? Shout out to my boy, Big Low. <laughs> get them goddamn safeties back there, Low. Push him on back because call coming to town. <laughs> uh, but this is the thing, man. Car is Car and uh, is does Car help the Saints offense? His greatest attribute that I've known about Derek Carr watching him play for the years that he's been in the NFL is that he's a guy that gets the ball down the field. He does. He does that. Saints have wide receivers that can get downfield. That helps out. That's tremendous in so many ways. Because if you watch what happened to us last year when Andy Dalton running the flipping team, they weren't scared about nothing he did. They were they played the Saints close. They smothered the Saints and dared them to throw the ball down the field. Is it's actually in reverse now. He gives them a guy that he, he's a guy that scares the hell out of the defense. Now they're not, they said, Oh, we're not worrying about Derek Carr until he start until he starts throwing the ball down the field to the Saints' speedy wide receivers like Rashid Shahi and Chris Olavi. And the Saints should be able to add more talent on top of that to the team, to be honest with you. So at some point, does he help your offense? Does Derek Carr help the Saints offense? That's the question. Does he? Because what he does, now he does have minuses to his game, and he's not the answer like they paint him to be. You're going to pay Derek Carr $100 million or whatever it is, $150 million contract, with guarantees up to $100 million in the contract. So does it help? Uh, does he help your offense? And you would have to say yes, based on what you've seen last year when Andy flipping Dalton running the team. So he does help your offense to a degree. But is he the end-all, be-all like they paint him out to be? Hell no, he's not that. The Saints still need to add some stuff around him. And then the real important part of the puzzle for the Saints to become successful starts with the head coach. He has to change his philosophy on how he's dealing with and motivating his team from week to week. His process and, and, and accountability when guys are false starting in practice, you got to discipline them. And that's going to be hard to do from a guy that ain't used to disciplining nobody, you know, or, or letting people screw up. Because a lot of that is what hurt us in this game as the Saints were ill-prepared for much of the season. When we had to lead on, lead on teams and would have collapses because offense would give us nothing. If Carr is healthy, the Saints have weapons, they should be exciting or better to watch than what the hell they were last year. So even though Carr, I'm somewhere in the, the middle, when we, t- when we talk about people that love him versus people that don't really love him, I'm somewhere in the middle because I know his game can translate Depending on how fast he pick up this thing. Now, another component to this is the fact that how fast can Carr pick up the Saints system when he's learning from Pete Carmichael or um, or, Dan, or Ronald Curry? How fast does he pick up the system? That's another thing because there's a lot of pressure that's going to be on Derek Carr this year. He's getting all of this money. 
and the Saints have missed the playoffs the last two years. Dennis Allen is under fire, is under fire. The target's squarely on him. And because Mickey Loomis wants to step in the way and shield him, the target's on him too. Should have learned a lesson from David Griffin when he was doing that. And he learned to sit to the back, play it to the back. Don't stand in front of the target for somebody that deserve it. You know, you reason you're under fire because you deserve to be because you stink. But at the end of the day, how does he improve? Does does Carr acclimate to the system? All these questions will not be answered right now. It will take the offseason into the end season for this stuff to happen. And will this translate to success in the amount where it's a playoff run? That's once again, that is also something that time has yet to reveal to us, my friends. So. Anyway, $150 million contract. And like I said, this is the potatoes, some of it there. $28.5 million signing bonus, as though they speak about the signing bonus here. And financial terms uh, were disclosed to the sources that he's fully guaranteed at signing. It's $60 million fully guaranteed at signing another 10 when he starts year three. So once again, it gets picked up, it gets heavied up, it gets slammed up, it gets pushed up, and it's a it's an escalating contract on an aging player. He's 31. By the time his contract is over with, he should be, what, 35 years of age? 35 with a $50 million uh, situation, but that is not guaranteed as well. So at the end of the day, this is what it is. Thank you. So it's funny, man, to be all at the same time, all this kind of stuff that's happening, man. So uh, it's uh we, we we shall see. Thank you, Jerome. Shout out to you, bro. Uh, <laughs> Jerome sent a, a cash app says, uh, 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 he says, sent for for Q. Are you ready to wear Dennis Allen? No, it, bro. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm no sir. I'm not. Okay, I'm not. <laughs> he keeps saying that. No, 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 no. All right, so there it is. All right. All right, so anyway, fam, let's keep it going. Listen, and once again, like I said, fam, this is not on you. This is on me. I was trying to put my new computer system together, man. So I had some issues. I couldn't get stuff to work right, so I had to resituate. And it ate up a lot of time. I wanted to go live at 7 and then start taking calls. So as a result, I'm going to have to slide this back to Tuesday. And then we'll open up, and it'll be a full reaction show. Get everybody. So y'all come Tuesday. Y'all promise me. That y'all be here Tuesday, I'll be here and I open up the phone lines at six, maybe seven central time, prime time to hear what all you guys have to say. So you bring all your commentary and Molly Mall, <laughs> Jerome asking me about uh, did I buy my Dennis Allen shirt and all or whatever the uh, Derek Carr jersey or whatever. No, sir, I am not. I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing <laughs> that stuff. All right, anyway, let's move on. And this is another article right here by Bob. Shout out to my boy, Bob Rose, man, uh, doing the scoop. Uh, this is his article right here. And he's talking about the commentary is how exciting Derek Carr affects the Saints draft strategy, which is interesting. And New Orleans Saints have their quarterback for the immediate future uh, after signing Carr. How does it affect the 2023 draft strategy, which is the next question? Well, Bob answers it. The Saints have not drafted a quarterback in the first round. And this is why Bob Rose is one of the best at what he does, because Bob has a wonderful feel for history. He'll put he'll add the the historical standpoint on it and then move it from that into the present and then do a real good comparative uh, uh, move information, a comparative information move there to get people and link the past to the present to give you some, uh, you know, a really good in-depth look at the, the 
the topic. So he mentions the Archie Man. The last time the Saints took a quarterback in the first round was Archie Manning way back in 1971. The only quarterback the Saints have drafted in the first round in their 56-year history. Manning and Garrett Grayson. Remember Garrett Grayson was a third-round pick in 2015. What a bust he was. Are the only quarterbacks that the Saints have drafted in the first three rounds of the draft in 56 flipping years. You make that 57 years. The Saints signed Carr. We know about this. We just covered its four-year deal today. $150 million with $100 million worth of guarantees. So the Saints identified him as an immediate future at the position. Simple. Carr's arrival only slightly changes the team's draft strategy, all but guaranteeing that they won't target a quarterback in the early round draft choice. Or, or you know, early round. So the Saints is in possession of a 29th overall pick in the first round, number 40 overall in the second round. And the Saints were unlikely and were unlikely out of the range to move up for a guys like Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. It would have taken a significant cost to move up for Will Levis or Anthony Richardson, who's climbing. Now, Tennessee's quarterback, uh, Ken, Hendon Hooker, is a first-round talent who should be available uh, late on day one or even in day two. So with signing Carr, Hooker almost definitely won't be drafted by the Saints in that range. If he slips to the third round where the Saints hold the 71st overall pick, that could be a possibility. Even then, it seems more likely they'll use the draft picks for other needs. Now, Derek Carr, who turns 32 on the 28th of March, signed with the Saints for more than just money. He professed his desire to play for a contender when he was granted his release from the Raiders. And the Saints were one of three teams that included the Panthers and reported push from the Jets. Carr showed faith and uh, showed faith in the Saints' ability to contend by signing. The Saints simply wouldn't sign Carr to a multi-year deal if they didn't believe that he was capable of leading a contending team. Now, the Saints are coming off a 7-10 season, missed the playoffs the last couple of years, and they have plenty of talent, but they also have a long list of needs. Bigger physical receiver to go alongside with Chris Olave if Michael Thomas is released. Running backs, perhaps two, given the pending suspension of Elvin Kamara, and it don't look good. Defensive tackle, I agree, and these were stuff we talked about before before the the uh, list was made about needs for the team. I talked about, hey, man, quarterback, because you don't have one for the future. Well, you got a car, he'll be such and such. But remember, the Saints are crazy. What they'll do is they'll have these guys and they keep these guys way beyond what they're supposed to, way beyond this. And they did it with Drew. They did it with Sean. They did it with, uh, they're doing it with Mickey Loomis. Guys need to have time frames. It's almost like Saints is Congress. And you get an old Senate up in there and he don't get out of there until he die. He up there have he's sleeping in the congressional meeting, sleeping and his head all the way back. You can see all his nose hairs, and he's sitting up there talking about he's he doing something to constituents. You know, it's supposed to be term limits on these people, man. Term limits. Get these people out of here and put fresh blood in there. That's how they. This is how you keep this stuff moving. Anyway, defensive tackle, safety depth, linebacker depth, interior offensive line depth. Is what Bob dropped. And I agree with those. Saints may be able to take care of some of those needs in free agency. However, they still have to juggle the finances to get below the 23 salary cap. Expect the Saints to target most of these needs through the draft with only select spending in free agency. Exactly. Something similar to what we've seen last year. New Orleans could select a developmental quarterback in the later rounds and should definitely pounce if a talent like Hooker slips into day three. They just won't do it with the first or second round choice for the 57th consecutive year.
The Saints grabbed their quarterback of the immediate future in Carr. Now they'll use their early draft picks to surround the quarterback with the pieces to hopefully return to contender status. So, Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience. Just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast. So make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. Some of the moves, and, and you're absolutely right, because does Hendon Hooker get picked up now that the Sank acquiesced? And we knew Carr was the guy that they were going to go to all along. We knew that, right? We knew that Carr eventually was going to be that guy. You know, so in the end, you know, it does to a degree. So what is what becomes of the Saints draft situation now? You know, well, that depends. It depends. And in, in, in this article we see now, Talked about why well, Bob mentioned Michael Thomas. You know, what happens with them if they do release him? How about Andrews Pete? The Saints still need to work some contracts. They have to touch Laddie Daddy's contract and Cam Jordan's. They still have uh some 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 play with that to get into the black. But I'm not expecting the Saints to be world beaters in free agency unless they sign these guys and give them cheap deals. In the first year, we're escalating contracts and kick the money into the second and third year. That's how the Saints can get busy. It'll kind of muddle up your future there, and hopefully they hit on some of the draft picks they're doing, but this is the direction. Same old Saints, man. Same old Saints. Every year they talk about working the cap back to the middle, but yet still doing the same stuff they did from years past. So I'm used to the talk. I'm used to the talk. I pay more, atten- more attention to the actions than I do of your goddamn talking. So De- Derek Carr comes to the Saints. He's your quarterback. Then, of course, you look at the D-lines. D- can you what we go next with the draft? Well, now we got Carr here. What's the next thing? Well, free agency kicks in, and the Saints will have to improve to the best way they can. We need help in the ter- interior defensive line. We need to re-sign David on Yamada. I think that will be to their benefit to do that. The Saints did sign to New Passanio and add him to the mixture of defensive linemen that we have with Carl Grandison and Peyton Turner. Uh, do the Saints draft a defensive end? It does make it open up a bit. Do the Saints restructure Andrews Pete or simply release him and designate him as such? Do they release him and free up the money and go in a different direction? Or do they just simply work with him and rework his deal? So those are some of the things. But the Saints interior right now, interior defensive line needs help. We need another player next to David on Yamada, not named Shy Tuttle. We need another guy there. That is a, is a big-bodied nose tackle that has the ability to push the interior of offensive lines in and cause problems. We need a big-bodied nose tackle that requires a that requires two people to block him at all times. 
We need that. And you'll see the best version of David on Yamada then when you got that kind of guy next to him. Just reference back in the years to when you see Malcolm Brown, the former New England Patriot defensive tackle that we brought down here, do that and how look good David on Yamada looked next to him. So we need that guy and probably another guy undrafted to, to fill in. We need big guys like that to, to kind of fill in the interior defensive line. That'll help our linebackers out significantly. We can also use some young safeties. Because we got Marcus May fixing. He's also fencing, uh, facing suspension. He had the stuff from New York that he'll be facing with this year and also a pending case of him allegedly brandishing a firearm at another car full of uh, 17-year-olds. Hmm? So you might want to take a look in the draft for some safeties. Maybe not high, but, you know, the Saints have a, a window now which in which they can operate. You know, so they have some questions, and some of this stuff will be answered fast, but the spanning back to the center at the quarterback position is always very important when you land a quarterback uh, like the Saints have landed Derek Carr here because they were running after him the whole time. They refused to let him go. They had tunnel vision for this man. Now they secure his services. Does he improve your offense? I would say he does improve your offense. He does. He makes it more exciting. He, he got to give him that because the mere fact that he throwing the ball down the field, that makes it a hell of a lot better. It, it, do, it should open up things. Now, I don't fit, fix the mistake factor depending on how much of a leader this guy is. Because if he comes in here and he's the type of guy that starts telling people what to do and he takes possession of the offense like it's his, that'll be very positive. That'll be very positive. He comes in and starts, hey, man, you need to go over here and you need to do that. That would be beautiful. I would like, absolutely love that. If he was actually gets more, you know, he got hands on and do this type of stuff and did this because that's what we need. We need the players to take position. We need the players to take leadership of the team. We didn't have that last year. Our leaders like Demario Davis and Cam Jordan, them people fell into a soup and disappeared with nothing but excuses especially DeMario Davis, what he was talking about, these Jesse Jackson-ass keep hope alive type speeches he was running. I don't want to hear that. I want to see you go out and do your job. And most of the time, if you're a team captain with a C on your chest, you can't be false starting. You can't be missing tackles. You can't be uh, dropping or doing doing negative stuff and trying to instruct the guy behind you. You're supposed to be the model in which how that guy is supposed to. You're supposed to be the most on code. That's what the C is a captain stand for. This guy is on code. He's always on point. That's not saying you can't make no mistakes, but even you have to be the example. Even when you're looking at the coach and you know that the coach is struggling, you got to get these guys on code. Even if you have to use something that they didn't do all damn season long, which is, is player-only meetings. The coach has no control over that. So unless some of this changes and Dennis Allen adds motivators and, and may perhaps adds another experienced veteran, over, like an overseer over him to say, listen, man, what am I missing here? You need to do this. You need to do that. Even Sean Payton had that. Sean Payton had advisors that he would hire and consultants that he would hire, old coaches who had 30, 40, 50 years worth of experience. He will bring those guys in here and they and they will say, Coach, you need to do this, you need to do that. And what Coach Payton was really also good at is when he did when his message was going sour, he'll bring motivators in there to talk to him, whether it was uh, uh Avery Johnson or whomever. You know, do something. So I mean, does this guy learn anything outside of that, man? And like I said, some people, it's just not formed. Some people are not head coach material. So 
Carr does improve your offense. Make no bones about it. Where I stand at in the Carr debate, I'm in the middle of what I think about him as a quarterback. I'm in the middle, meaning I'm not a Carr lover and I'm not a Carr hater. But I do realize this based on the tape and stuff that I've studied from Derek Carr, that he'll definitely make these games more exciting than what the hell they've been in, especially from last year. And that's not saying very much, being that we didn't see very much last year from our offense when it was stinking and stammering and bumbling. But what the, the really impressive thing outside of the arm thing is this guy has a bit of leadership ability in him in which we had zero of that in the Saints offense with Andy Dalton at the helm because Andy Dalton didn't like the fact that he had to share the position with Taysom Hill. Now, another question for the family members, and this will be asked later on to, uh, to Dennis Allen when, uh, whenever they feel like getting on the podium is, uh, you know, the question is with Derek, uh, uh, Derek Carr here, and you paying them $150 million over four years, are you still sharing passing duties with Taysom Hill like you did in the past with Jameis? I guarantee you that's not the case. I guarantee you, and hopefully that brings all of that to an end where we don't have to see Derek Carr and Taysom flip-flop, and we don't need Taysom Hill throwing the ball if Derek Carr is out there. So Taysom can totally be a weapon. We don't need him out there. So that takes away all these little dumb movement or running plays in which you got to take him out and put him in. He don't want to throw the ball. He just won't take off and run all the time. So hopefully that ends that experiment. And if you really want to use him as a running back, you kind of t- you put Carr out there. And if he needs to toss it to him for him to make a play or if he throw it down the line of scrimmage and they set up a, a screen game for him so he can get it, do that. But hopefully Carr has that in there, man. And I'm thinking you paying him a buck fifty that he don't come off the field for Taysom Hill so he can turn into a running back. Hopefully we can end that because I'm tired of looking at it, to be honest with you. So anyway, Derek Carr is the deal, is the dude he agrees to the contract to be the Saints quarterback. Four-year deal, $150 million, $100 million in guarantees, and the contract breaks down once again as Thusson. With the deal at $28.5 million signing bonus, $1.5 million fully guaranteed in 2023, which means the salary will be brought down. So it shouldn't impact what we're trying to do. But watch out for next year. It'll balloon, and then the Saints will go and touch it again, just like they touched the Laddie Moore deal this year, just like they touched the Ram Check deal this year. So all that stuff kicking down the field. So hopefully, this kicking can crap down the field opens up some wins for the black and gold. We'll see. I have zero. And this is not a car thing. I have zero faith in Dennis Allen. The biggest impediment to the now listen and hear me well. The, the almost 300 people in here The hear me well. The major impediment to the New Orleans Saints success is Dennis flipping Allen. That's the biggest impediment. Did he learn anything? Is he going to institute anything new? Because this is a guy that has zero accountability abilities, you know, runs for stuff, you know, makes and comes up with garbage. Him and Mickey Luma's doing the same thing. Injuries. Well, that's the reason why we lost. No, it's because of you, 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 your foolishness with this quarterback. If you'd have left him alone and even played him several games, we could have won a couple of more games and had a playoff run. You with your pettiness. How do you fix your pettiness? How do you fix your inability to relate to some of these players when you lost them? So you get rid of your other captain, get this guy in here. You know, when stuff started going south with this guy, how do you handle it? You know, how do you handle it? So that's my thing. Does Dennis Allen improve? 
Because we could talk about these players. The Saints wasn't a talentless team last year. They were decapitated by this idiot because he don't. He's petty with Jameis. You decapitate your best quarterback on the team and it's making fifteen million dollars. That went on to you losing games. You can't win without a quarterback. You know. So this, this, you know, you can't tell me that you that it made your injuries. No, you. So the biggest impediment to the Saints' success is Dennis Allen. It's not any of these other guys. So how does that how does that change? That's my question. Is does he learn anything from that? That's the whole question. That's the whole damn thing when it comes down to it. I'm sorry to say it like that, but I'm passionate because that's the truth. What do you learn? What did you learn, Dennis Allen? Huh? Well, we got Derek Carr now. That means we're gonna go to the playoffs. No, it ain't. That don't mean we're going to the playoffs. You know, that don't mean that at all. That don't mean anything. It takes work to get there. And then you have the acclamation of all these new coaches that have left these guys, took a, B, a beeline straight out of New Orleans to wherever they went. We got a whole new crop of coaches here that got to learn how shit go down here. So is this a, one of them lessons where Mick and Loomis said, well, hold on now. We ain't going to fire Dennis Allen. You know, he just got his coaching staff in place and, and all this kind of stuff. So look out for that. I've been saying this for a while, man. These people are very transparent. It's nothing deep about how they operate. You know, they don't like me to be calling out their they playbook. I know that, you know, <laughs> the great the great Saint think tank be punishing their ass when they come down to dropping about their little agendas about how they like to do what they do. We keep it a real. We keep the pressure on them. And that's what I intend to do. Keep the pressure on them all season long. So you won't lull me to sleep with a Derek Carr signing. It's a good move in so far as it improves the quarterback situation because you destroyed the quarterback situation. He's better than Andy Dalton. He's better than Baker Mayfield or whatever crap quarterback you were looking at. So if you're doing, if you make, if you're doing comparative shopping, of course I'm gonna say Carr is better than Dalton <laughs> or Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I like, come on now, come on. He's like, well, KQ, hey man, Derek Carr, bro, hey Derek Carr, man, we got Derek Carr, man. Hey, we going to the Super Bowl, yeah, but no. No, bro. No, because they them people at surface level, man. You the game ain't surface level. The game's not surface level. The game is deep to a point where you gotta understand. You go as far as your head coach's vision take you. Do your head coach have a vision? Does he have th- that's what I'm talking about? You, you go as far as your head coach go. Ask the New England Patriots. Ask them about dynasty and winning championships. Even ask some of the Philadelphia Eagle people of how they doing it. How they do it. Remember how the Eagles did it last year? The Eagles started the year off on a vibe like, man, we playing for big blue chips. Now, they didn't win the championship, but they got there. With a quarter, I mean, and the coach within his second year or something like that. You know, how do you go from where you are to a Super Bowl in two years? You know how the general manager says, what do you need and let's get going? Can we afford it? And they started in the offseason by making trades. They were making trades all over the place to acquire talent. When they got into the season, they suffered injuries. They didn't sit on their ass. They went into free agency and signed defensive tackles. And people that they need, where people were hurt, they went and got people. Do you operate like you want to win? Where's the vision for the team? And the head coach is Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen never won nothing in his life. He never won anything. He's been a defensive coordinator operating these good old boy circles for years. 
Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. So when it comes to a head coaching situation, I'm smart enough to realize that Dennis Allen didn't get the head coaching job on his own. It was because of Sean Payton. Sean Payton told Mickey Loomis to hire him, and he did that after sitting his ass down for eight flipping hours with Eric Bieniemy. So, and you know, so at the end of the day, it's all on Dennis Allen. It's not so much on Carr. And Carr helps the Saints' offense. It does, but what does Dennis Allen do? Does Dennis Allen improve? Like you can, can Derek Carr improve his game? He can. He can, depending on how fast he learned the system here. But what about Dennis Allen? Does Dennis Allen improve his, his situation? Does he improve his motivational ability? Does he, accountable, does he become more accountable? Does he become more consistent? Does he own things and say, man, it's all on me. Put it on me. Listen, I got, I'm got. i going to do this. I'm going to tell y'all how I'm going to do it. I'm going to lay it out. I'm going to do it like this. I'm going to do it like that. That's a lot for a guy, a dinosaur like him that's been in the league for all these years to ask him to adjust his game plan when he's fe- he facing a firing squad right now. This move, this move feels a bit desperate to me. It is a desperate move. It helps your offense, but it's not all you need is what I'm saying. You're not going to the Super Bowl with Carr just because you signed Carr. It's a good signing for the Saints offense because based on what you had last year, I don't think you can't complain. Now, that's that real deal, Holyfield. All right, so anyway, is he the best quarterback in NFC South? Yes, he is currently because free agency has yet to hit and the draft is yet to hit. And most of the stuff can't be ferreted out until after the fact. So in the end, it is what it is. Carr is a quarterback. My overall thought process on is Carr a good signing for the Saints? It is based upon your options. Because obviously you wasn't going to go after Aaron Rodgers when the Jets were trying to. Obviously you weren't going to go after Lamar Jackson. You weren't going to go after him. We got tunnel vision for this guy. Like he's the end all be all and he's not. Derek Carr is many things, but he's not a savior for the who that nation. He's not. You need more than him. And that, like I said before, you need guys at the top, Dennis Allen. So Dennis Allen, does he come in there with that same old garbage that he had last year? He'll get the same results. You'll get the same results. You might win a game or two more, but playoffs, watch out. Watch out for playoffs unless the NFC South is a a division. And we'll see, man, at the end of the day. Players got to own it, man. Carr steps into this, the pressure's on Carr. He has to step up. He's getting $100 million from the Saints. He got he, the pressure's on him to win 63 and 79 in nine years with the Raiders. So great, beautiful passing stats, but as a starting level quarterback, 63 and 79. 
I wish it was in reverse, and that could be something that he was 79 and 63. That would be really cool to have those beautiful stats. But people say, man, damn, he got all these beautiful stats. But then you look at the win percentage, and it's not totally on all on the quarterback. And he did have some inconsistencies in coaching there in Oakland and in, uh, with the Raiders, just like Jameis had in, in Tampa Bay. That's some of the similarities I've seen between the two. The inconsistency. So if he has consistency, Right now, because very well, if Dennis Allen doesn't get the team to the playoffs, he could be fired. But then again, watch out for this. And I'm giving y'all the game right now. And just remember, like I always do, that this could be spunt into saying, listen, we just got Derek Carr here for his first year. Let's see if he can win in the second year with Dennis Allen. Let's see his system work. Let's see. We Dennis Allen just got a bunch of his new coaches down here. We got to see if it works. Be, be mindful of that. They slick and slimy on that level. But in the end, we'll keep an eye out on them. We'll see. All right. Yeah. It, it, uh, yeah. But we'll see how it goes, man. Uh, D Smooth, uh, DJ D Smooth says pay Rogers 59 million, pay Jackson 260 million guaranteed. I think not. But you're going to give Carr a buck 50, 100 million. All this is ridiculous. Let's be honest with you. We can't get responsible and talk about $200 million for a quarterback or this much or this much for quarterbacks. All this is ridiculous, don't you think? All this, $150 million for Derek Carr, you know? I mean, hundred. I mean, in how many playoff games did Derek Carr win? Listen, I'm just keeping it real, man. $100 million, $150 million for Derek Carr, a quarterback with a 63 and 79 record. How many playoff games? Never won a playoff game. Uh, it's just $150 million for that man. You didn't compare. We didn't even look at anybody else. Seriously. We just locked in on car. That, that's just something so off about that. It's something off about it. We didn't lock in on it. We didn't, we didn't go, we didn't do any comparative shopping. We just went to one brand and said, well, this brand here is going to be the end all be all. $150 million is ridiculous, man, but it is what it is, bro. We'll see how it goes, man. At the end of the day, like I said, you know, the Saints get car. It's a good move for the offense. I'm going to say it again. It's a good move for the Saints offense based on what you had because he can't throw the ball down the field. It will make for exciting football. And hopefully the Saints defense comes and it plays. Hopefully Dennis Allen get whips the Saints defense into play. He keeps an eye on the offense and the special teams. The special teams stink. They can't block five block or five kick returners and punt returners. The kicker is missed. He's 10 percentage points lower than what he did from the previous years because that's a problem. So we got other stuff to be concerned about. And, and the Saints defense needs some help there as well. We need some more help to our defense. We need a, another edge rusher. Are we good with Peyton Turner, Carl Granison into new passing? Yo, should we go and reach for somebody at the other end position? So, like I said, you need help. It's still other things that we have to do. And remember, we don't have Cam or Demario for very long. So, if we're going to get these guys in here, hopefully this will be the year we can kind of step it up a bit. But once again, the big question I say, not so much about Derek Carr because he does help the Saints offense. It's about Dennis Allen. What does he do? What improvements did Dennis Allen make as a head coach? It's my biggest question because he's the biggest impediment to the Saints' success overall, not, these, not anybody else. So with that being said, fam, <laughs> KK said used car. The puns is ridiculous. Yeah, DJ Smooth, uh, D said 40. Yeah, this is ridiculous. All that's ridiculous. And how, uh, uh, yeah, it's the thing. It's like you pay these guys the money 
And do they crumble under the pressure? Because listen, you give a man a hundred million dollars, $150 million contract. There's a lot of pressure on Derek Carr for that money here, fam. Seriously. Dennis Allen could be, is, is facing, there's a lot of pressure on the Saints. There's a lot of people that's not going to be going to the games, boycotting the Saints because they don't like Dennis Allen and what he did, how, they, how the Saints flim-flam. Carr is not enough to excite the entire Saints base to support the team or look at it. It's still people that's going to stay on code and say, show me something. All you're showing me is you're spending a bunch of money. You get a, a decent guy at the quarterback position, but does Dennis Allen, what does Dennis Allen do? These are fair questions, man. This ain't no shot at his, his damn reputation or his resume, whatever that is, as a head coach, because he don't have one. But at the end of the day, how does he improve? Because he's the problem. How does he improve? What does he improve? Where did he improve? That's the thing I'm asking because he's the head coach. You can't win without a vision. That's what it comes down to. So anyway, 504 Coach says, uh, uh, if, if car really was a used car, what kind of car? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know. I'm going to leave that to you. Y'all guys got it. Uh, better. K man says Gino got 105 million for three years today. That's ridiculous, man. The kind of stuff they're dealing out for these quarterbacks, man. I don't even think that's real money anymore, man. It can't be real money. How people work their asses off for you know go out and do all this kind of stuff, and then in all this stuff, and you a quarterback is getting 150 million with a hundred million dollars guarantee. Are you kidding me? Is this even real? <laughs> is this even real anymore? You know, is this even real anymore? I don't even know. Yeah, and he's a bad, and I don't know what Sean talking about. AJ DeBall says, piss poor in my opinion, that Carr was benched and got 150 million, not better than Jameis. Gino had an MVP type year in playoffs and got 105 million. Yeah, how much is, how old is Gino versus uh, him? And I think that's some of the things that they had here as well. It's some of the other moves that was made today. Outside of the Saints getting car on a four-year deal, Gino resigned with the Seattle Seahawks for three years at 105 mil. You know, a cheap option. NFL reinstated Jaguars wide receiver Kelvin Ridley. So the Jags, who went to the playoffs last year, had a nice run, get a good weapon to go along with Trevor Lawrence and Kelvin Ridley. Not bad. Cowboys tag running back Tony Pollard. There you go. Raiders tag Josh Jacobs. So there you go. A lot of people thinking Josh might go there and now they tag these guys to tag. And then the Jags tag tight end Evan Ingram as well. So these are a few of the moves that we've seen happen today as well as that signing. So going to be fun watching to see exactly what happens. The Michael Thomas situation, we're going to be watching that next. Jameis Winston, obviously family. I think Jameis Winston is, is most certainly uh, not going to be here. This with Derek Carr signing definitely ends Jameis Winston's tenure as a New Orleans Saints. They'll end up, they would more certainly, we talked about this prior times with Jameis Winston. It's over with for Jameis. When they they got Carr here, uh, Jameis is going to be designated, you know, he's going to be released by the Saints, you know. And they're going to free up that $13 million because they're going to use that post-June 1st cut designation, which would give the Saints just, it was 12.8, but, you know, average rounded off at $13 million in money. So there you go. Jameis, one, you know, 10 year didn't last long with Dennis Allen, man. He was Sean Payton, brung him here. Didn't last long with Dennis Allen at all. Not at cars arriving. Be looking off Andy Dalton to be signed with free agency starts and all this kind of stuff. Uh, the Michael Thomas, Andrews, Pete thing will be interesting. The Saints still have restructurings to do. We'll see, probably see some more of that. I hear from that later on this week with Laddie Daddy and Cam Jordan and others. 
So we'll just keep an eye out on that as well. Yeah, Tim Dunn says, sign Jawan Johnson. Yeah, Caden Ellis, Jawan Johnson, man, I'll be looking forward, hoping they can get that done. So anyway, with that being said, fam, listen, I appreciate you guys for being here on this. <laughs> y'all crazy, man. Yeah, y'all said a dude is a, what's that? A, yeah, yeah, DJ D Smooth says that 35 plus mil is the market queue. I get you, bro. I know it's a rich man's game, right, bro? It's a rich man's game. There you go. All right. So anyway, with that being said, listen, I appreciate every appreciate every last one of you guys. Listen, I promise you guys that I will return on Tuesday. TSC Q&A live. We will go full out blown and we'll be uh, out to our, to our not only our members, but also the rest of the family members for Tuesday for a reaction stream on this car situation. We'll fire it up around six o'clock central between six and seven. I'm shooting at six central time, depending on how my schedule folds out, but no later than seven. Uh, 6 uh, p.m. and then that opens up the phone line we'll have a discussion so please bring your questions and your comments because we will i'll open up the phone lines let you hash it out and everybody can run through and give their comments and concerns about what they think about the car situation or moves that the saints are currently making you can react on the show tomorrow so please feel free to join us then once again i apologize to the family members i was supposed to do that today but what ended up happening was I was trying to install a new computer system. I had some setbacks, so I had to reinstall my old computer system, and that's what kind of ate up a lot of my time. So anyway, I'll be back tomorrow at Tuesday uh, at uh, 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. Be looking out for that time frame. Please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and the share button. Share the show on your social media feed. We're up in this thing. Saints acquire. Uh, they signed this guy, Derek Carr, to an agreement four years, $150 million with $100 million worth of guarantee. You got a new quarterback who that nation. So with that being said, I'm going to get on out of here. First, much love to the fam. Who that? And I'm out. Yeah. Huh? Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that? I'm a who that? Long as I'm living, I'm a who that? Lose or winning, I'm a who that? Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. Where we do that? 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 Huh? Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that? I'm a who that? Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really blown to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.